Hey, hey everybody, welcome back to Sports Facts, Stats, and Smacks. Hope you guys have been enjoying the last few weeks. We got plenty to talk about this week. I, I think uh, with everything that's going on, baseball coming back, um, NFL this week has been pretty crazy so far with a lot of su- signing and some trades and stuff. W- what's your uh, rundown on it so far, Avery? Well, it's been an exciting week in the NFL. I think it's been exciting for a lot of fans. I know you got your quarterback in for another four years, so way to go on that, and way to go on not uh, winning a Super Bowl over those four years because your quarterback makes so much money and they're already over the salary cap. So um, good luck in finding good players. Hey, if we can get four more MVPs, I'm good. (laughs) I, I... if you want to look at it that way, I'd much rather win Super Bowl titles than MVPs. And I know for my team, Jimmy Garoppolo is he's more likely to win a Super Bowl than an MVP. So and he's the quarterback right now. That doesn't mean he's going to be the starting quarterback in a week from now. So I was just going to say is he your quarterback? Ah, uh, yeah. I like Jimmy Garoppolo when he's healthy. Four years, two hundred million. Yeah. Four four years, two hundred million, one hundred fifty three. Yeah. I mean, is he good? Yes, he's good. Is your quarterback good? As you said, when he's healthy, yes. But will you have him going into the season? And if you don't, you got good. Maybe they'll trade him to Washington because between Carson Wentz. And Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe they could get a whole season out of those two quarterbacks. Especially on that Washington field, which is known to rip up quarterbacks. Um, That horrific accident that happened to Alex Smith a couple years ago. Um, There's been a couple other quarterbacks torn ACLs that happened in Washington. I saw a YouTube video on it, and it shows like the exact location of quarterback injuries. And yeah, so... Maybe ship him to Washington. Do you think uh, 49ers have a good backup quarterback and the Packers have a really good backup quarterback? Do you think they're going to trade their uh, backup quarterback in in Green Bay or do you think they'll keep him? And does he want to be there for four more years under Aaron Rodgers and never take a snap? It's really, really hard to say because I think Aaron Rodgers was sitting on the field for the first chunk of his career while Brett was playing uh-huh. and now Jordan loves same thing with Aaron and does get to hit the f- field a few times a season and stuff like that but he's not getting the consistent reps or anything else like that to be get a chance to move up so he was a, he was a first rounder uh-huh. but you're not going to get a first rounder for him I think if they are to look at him moving you're looking at third or fourth round i think you're right on that but does he even want to be there like that'll be six years of sitting on the bench as a first rounder just sitting behind aaron Rodgers, and then what if they sign him for another extension what if it's what if he signs another two-year extension like that would be like eight years just sitting on the bench behind one guy and that that would suck for a first rounder It'd be like a washed up. Oh, definitely. I agree. 
And even by six it, I think years, if he finds the right people in front of him, and the, he, he can do well, but he just needs he needs to have that chance at it, whether it's with Seattle, who they are in desperate need of a quarterback. Uh-huh. He said Washington goes blazing up, but he's got to be given that chance. Yeah, you're right. He needs a chance, but... He's had a chance everywhere. What do you think of the trade for uh, Russell Wilson? True. Good trade, bad trade? Russ wanted out of Seattle. He's clear. Uh, and he played great the first 10 weeks of the season. And after he messed up his hand, the rest of the season was really unknown for them. But I think I think Denver overpaid for him. They definitely paid a lot to, for him. Um, I think it was what... Couple first rounds. They gave up two first rounds, two second rounds, round through lock and somebody else. And I think Russell Wilson and a third or fourth round draft pick going the other way. So yeah, there's a lot going on there. I think so, yeah. I, I, I don't know like why is Seattle trying to rebuild. They have they've been doing great over the last few years. To get rid of your franchise quarterback that's done so much for you. It doesn't make sense. No, I mean, they, they obviously, well, they're making it look like they've got something in the works, but now you got to look at the head coach who's 74 years old. Is he going to want to stick around for a rebuild or is he the next to go? Yeah, like Pete Carroll is like at that age. Does he, does he want to be part of a rebuild? I don't know if he'd want to be after having a lot of success over the last 10 years. and Or maybe, yeah, like winning a Super Bowl and being very successful over the last 10 years. Does he want to be part of a rebuild? Oh, maybe not, but it looks... He must have had some kind of say in the trade. Like, they're not just going to trade your franchise quarterback without talking to Pete Carroll first. and just. So it's an interesting time in Seattle. But maybe without Russell Wilson, I like San Francisco's odds a little bit better in the division. I really like San Francisco's odds. San Francisco has a tough time against Russell Wilson in Seattle lately. They can't win there, so and they can't win at home. So maybe they'll have a a much easier time in the division. But it's not an easy division. They still have, I want to call them San Diego, but the Los Angeles Chargers, they still have... The Cardinals and I don't. Those two teams are still. I think Chargers are in a different division than you. No, uh, Chargers, Seattle, San Francisco, and the Cardinals. So it's uh, it's a tough division. It's still going to be a tough division, even with Seattle not having Russell Wilson. But we'll see how they do next year. So with all that football talk, um, good news on the baseball front. They finally came up with a collective bargaining agreement today. So. Um, how excited are you for baseball season? I'm glad it's back. It'll feel more like spring. I mean, we've lost what now? The first two series, I think it is, I heard. Yeah, I, I, maybe they'll try that to they'll in. lose. I know that last week they canceled the first two series, but there was also talk of still having a full season, tagging it on towards the end of the season. And that would make baseball go into November, like, um... They're talking all the way up to Thanksgiving with baseball. That's a, I don't know, some of those northern teams that Ooh. 
like Boston, New York, that'd be pretty chilly playing in November. And hopefully the Jays, too, but they have a dome, so I'm not so worried about that. Yeah, Colorado, that's an open yeah. stadium. Like, I don't know if Seattle has a retractable roof or not. I think they do, so there's not much of a worry there. But, but even like some of the other places, like I can't see Phoenix getting too warm at nighttime in November. So it, it'll be interesting. St. Louis, Cardinals. Yeah, but what's warm for us is nice for them still, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So it'll be interesting if they do play the full full season and tack it on at the end. And even with the expand if they have the expanded playoffs, like I think it's twelve teams now, which would be great for the Jays, but you know, adding more weeks onto the end of the season. Yeah. Personally I'd like to see a shortened regular season, add more playoff teams in and have an expanded playoffs. I I think that for me is more exciting. I, I just think playoff baseball, playoff hockey, playoff football is more exciting than regular season. Especially when you're getting into the dog days of summer. It's just Oh, definitely. Hands down. Yeah. But it'll give me a chance to wear my Blue Jays pants again this year. First day of baseball season, I'm definitely wearing them. I have this awesome pair of Blue Jays pants. Uh, some people look at them and they look like they're pajama pants, but they are actual like dress trousers, but it's just like Blue Jays, I'll have to send the, we'll have to put a picture of that on Twitter. I got them last year when I was at, I saw a couple Jays games yeah. last year, so I bought the pants while I was at the Sky Dome or Rogers Center, and yeah, they're just awesome. I love them, so any chance, any excuse for me to wear them, I'm going to take. I guess I never asked you, though. What's your baseball team? Good, though. I mean, it's, it, it's sad back. Uh, non-existent. Well, they were going to team up again. I grew up watching the Expos. Uh-huh. And they folded, and I think in the 90s when they had that lockout, they were on track to winning it, Yeah, and that killed the whole season. Indeed. And then they went down to Washington. There was talk last year how Tampa was going to do, or Rays were going to do half a season there and half a season in Montreal. Yeah, there was definitely talk about that, and the last I heard about that, it was going to be, that's not going to happen. Major League Baseball is not going to let that happen. So very disappointing for uh, Canada fans or Expos fans, I think. Yeah. But to play in the Big O, I don't think baseball wants... Major League Baseball does not want to go back to the Big O, and they would have to build a new stadium in Montreal to to host baseball games. So they're never going to go back to the Big O, and I don't think there's an appetite in Montreal to build a stadium just for baseball in only half a season. Like they just finally ended off paying off the big O like a couple of years ago. So it's Yep. I can understand where Montreal might not have that appetite. So I, I know mean, even if they did it in something what Toronto was doing the last couple of years, they were playing down I think in around the bottom where they gained so much American fans for that their uh home stadium. And when, or no, the Buffalo area. And when they were able to play back in Toronto, the the fans were quite upset that they were losing a team. Well, they didn't really lose a team in Buffalo, but I could see how they could feel like they lost a major league team. Buffalo is their AAA affiliate. So the first year of the um, COVID, there was no AAA baseball. So 
they were the only team in that stadium. And then the second year of COVID last year, they obviously played They played in Florida for the first part of the season. They went up to Buffalo, played part of the season there for their home games. But the Buffalo Bisons played their home games somewhere else in New York. I forget right offhand. So once Montreal moved, or sorry, Toronto moved back to the Sky Dome. I keep on calling it the Sky Dome. I know it's Rogers Center. But Buffalo moved right back in. But I could see where they feel <laughs> like they're losing their home team. Like you you have a major league team. Buffalo fans are hugely supportive of their home teams. You know, the Sabres aren't doing well, but Buffalo loves the Sabres. They built a new stadium there. They built this huge, like, sporting complex for hockey in Buffalo. Like, they want Buffalo to be... Look at Bill's Mafia. Yeah, Bill's Mafia is huge, too. And Well, I can't say they're horrible anymore because Buffalo has done really well the last couple of years, breaking tables, doing good in the playoffs, doing having a good regular season. So, yeah, Buffalo... Shout out to them because I could understand how they'd feel losing their team. I, I know when I was younger, I mean, I, I can honestly say I did jump on that Cleveland Indians uh, bandwagon for a while and Charlie Sheen movies were out and about for that. For, uh, <laughs> but I'll always bounce back to a Canadian team, win or lose. Yeah. Um, what was the name of that movie? Hot Shots? No. Um, I forget the name of the movie, but I remember seeing it. Major League. Yeah, that's it. Major League and Major League 2. Yeah, those were good movies. I like those. But that's yeah. a lot of baseball talk for not even throwing a pitch yet. The the pitchers aren't even warmed up for spring training. But on a completely different topic, and there's no good segue into this. Tell me a little bit about yeah. Tell me a little bit about pickleball. Wow, um, it's interesting. I'll tell you that much. It's it's pretty interesting. It sounds fun. It's a little bit. It's a, one sport that combines. A, a few sports into it. It has elements of tennis, badminton, and ping pong. And it's it can be played indoors or outdoors on a badminton size court, but with a modified tennis net. Yeah. Uh, and like tennis and like badminton, uh, play as singles or doubles. And it's just a, a little wiffle ball or wiffle ball thing and paddles. It's absolutely insane. Seen the what? Yeah, I've been watching a little bit about it on YouTube lately. The um, it's interesting. Like, yeah, I, I I was taking a look and I saw it on YouTube, and it's I mean, for having been down and what we've been able to do the last few years, this sport has grown like absolutely insanely. In two thousand and three, there's thirty nine known places in America that rep, and out of that, there was ten states and three provinces with about 150 individual courts. In 2021, they, the U.S. Pickleball membership alone passed the 50,000 membership milestone and ended the year off right around 53,000 members. And that was a 43% increase from the year before. That's huge. That's huge. So, I mean, 2003 up to 2021, and you go from 39 to 50,000. That's insane. Yeah. I think it's one of those sports that it is becoming hugely popular. Like we talked about disc golf a couple of weeks ago, but there's these sports that are becoming popular because I think it's becoming attractive or more attractive because of the cost associated with it. 
cost is a huge thing. Like to play football, all the gear costs money. Play tennis, you know. Yep. The tennis rackets are insanely expensive once you get to the high end. And I'm sure pickleball paddles mm-hmm. are more than just a, a bigger or more than just a bigger ping pong paddle, but you know, it's just one of those sports that doesn't seem to cost money. You spend like fifteen, twenty bucks and you're already set up to go. And I think that's what it is for a lot of sports is just the cost. To get out there, you just have some fun. It's easy. It's easy to pick up. It's that's the kind of investment that's great. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And, and it looks like a fun and sport. And you can put that into skiing, both cross-country and downhill. Yeah. So have you watched much pickleball over the last couple of weeks then? If I, fa- if I found a place that it did it, I'm watching a few clips of it, yeah. Um, and if I found a little court in around our city, I would definitely uh, try it out. I know that people were playing pickleball at the tennis courts over by where I was. They they used to do it every Thursday. Thursday evening they had pickleball nights, so I don't know if they're still if they're gonna redo it again this year, but if they do we should look into it. Definitely. Yeah, the community association puts it on, so we'll have to give it a try. It'd be fun. So March. Huge time in college basketball. Uh go getting set up for the March Madness. Yeah. Do you do the uh, thing? Have you thought of it? Done it in the past? I, I've done the brackets in the past. I There was a podcaster that I knew. That she she used to put on a bracket pool every year. I'd join in. I, I never take good because I don't... I, I like watching basketball, but I don't follow college basketball. Like, I know... I can tell you Gonzaga... Gonzaga? Yeah. Gonzaga? Gonzaga? They they always have a good team lately, so I can tell you that. Gonzaga, yeah. Yeah. And I can tell you that Coach K is retiring at the end of the season, a legendary coach. Much more than that, I I couldn't tell yeah. you who's the, the middle of the pack, 10th team in the North Division, whatever. Like, I, I couldn't tell you who's the rest of the seeds. And, but I do like... Once March Madness comes around, I'll definitely follow a little bit more intensely. Like I do like do. I think it's part of filling in the bracket and then seeing how that goes. So you want to follow some of those teams? Yeah, definitely. Like once once it's all up and ready to go, I think a lot of that fun is kind of seeing what you can get right and like how far a couple teams on each side are going to make it, and if if they're if it's going to work out for you. Or if you're going to lot on your face with all, all... And I know we talked a little bit about this earlier in the week, but how are you going to pick your your teams? Um, Well, before I... I mean, I've always loved football, but before I got into the idea of who am I going to pick to win or lose, I had a concept that I'll probably do the same for uh, March Madness, is where do I want to visit? <laughs> Between which two cities, which... <laughs> for couples and then the places oh. I wanted to go just really seem appealing after the loss. <laughs> so I, 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 that's an interesting way to pick your teams. Um, I'm going to pick mine based on who I think would win in a fight between the two mascots. Are the Bulldogs going to beat the Cardinals? I think so. I think you match those two up in a cage. And I'm not supporting animal on animal fighting, but mascot on mascot? That's a little bit different. So 
I'm basically going to pick who I think would win I like it. between the mascot. I should ask my wife to join in on this because she'd probably have some kind of ridiculous way to pick who would win as well. Like I know that her goal is to cheer against any team that I am cheering for. So, But it's different when she has no idea who I think would win in a fight. So I'll get her to fill in the pool too to see see what kind of ridiculousness she can get into, and she'd probably be both of us. Probably, yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll have to put those uh, our brackets up on Twitter or something so people can see them, and um, if anybody wants to join in, we'll uh, release a way we can get people to join in on our little bracket pool and go from there. Yeah, that, yeah we can definitely, once it's all set up, I, I know we're just they're in that final process last few games, next week or so of figuring out what starting position they are and who they're pairing up against. But yeah, we can throw, throw our picks up on Twitter and get you guys' input. Yeah, I, I think um, Brackets open on the 13th, so we'll have to do it next week, or podcast off week, but then we'll talk yep. about it more next week when the tournament's in full swing, or next podcast. And like to follow us on Twitter. Yes, we have a Twitter account. What is it? You, we just uh, just got it up and going the last week. It's at SFSS podcast. The name is Sports Facts, Stats, and Smack. If you have any suggestions, definitely throw us a message or follow if you're ha- happy. Give us some feedback. We send us an email too. We got an email address. I think it's SFSS podcast at gmail.com. And I'll put those things in the show notes too. And hopefully, over the next little while, we'll get maybe uh, Facebook or Pinterest, I don't know, up and running as well. Might throw it to the TikTok world of little clips and stuff of the, the pod, and you can catch it there also. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but. Uh... I think that's all we have for tonight. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and our tomfoolery on our merch madness brackets and our Blue Jays talk and everything in between. (laughs) I love my pants. Hey, everybody, have a good night. Have a good night, guys.